This is really about being free to create what you want your life to look like. We each are our own hero. And how do we take the challenges that come our way and see those as the birth process of us becoming heroic? Can you meet that judgment that ultimately will surface with neutrality? This is the Wall Street Coach Podcast with Kim Ann Curtin. All right, everybody, very excited for you to see this interview with Andres. Uh, I want to remind you, though, that I have a free ebook for you at traderdiscipline.com. The name of the book is Discipline and Finding Your Edge. Please sign up there to get a copy of that. And please subscribe to our channel and give us comments if there's certain traders you want to see here or certain inspirational uh, teachers. We're always listening and reading your comments. Thank you for watching the Wall Street Coach Podcast. Enjoy this amazing conversation. Welcome back, everybody, to the Wall Street Coach Podcast. Today, I'm very excited to have Andres Armenta. Did I pronounce your last name right? That was pretty close. That's, that's all good. No worries at all. Pronounce it for us. <laughs> pronounce it for us. Armenta. Armenta. <laughs> I got to get the rolling of the R. Oh, no, it's all good. That's just me being a little extra about it. Good. That's how you should pronounce it. And I will learn it eventually. Uh, Andres initially started trading over four years ago when he was a senior at UC Davis. He was studying biology as a pre-med student with the goal of one day becoming a surgeon. However, his hobby of trading quickly grew into a deep passion and he left the pursuit of becoming a doctor in order to give his all to trading and though still early in his career he has created a very comfortable life for himself while trading independently now at 26 years old he lives in orange county enjoying the coast of california surfing when he's able to and he's more <laughs> eager than ever to continue to hone his craft Andres, I'm so excited to have you on my podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. I love you guys. I love what you guys do. So thank you. I'm excited thank to be a part of it. So much. Thank you so much. You know, I feel uh, we've known each other now almost a year. It's almost a year that we mm -hmm. met. Brian, Brian Lee introduced us. And one of the things that I find really fascinating about you is your real comfort with discomfort. Would you just talk about where you think that skill set comes from or strength? Um, that's a good question. I, I'm not really too sure where it comes from. It might just be my upbringing and um, yeah, just constantly being curious because through curiosity, that's where you gain the most knowledge and being curious is going to make you uncomfortable because you're going to be challenged a lot with different beliefs. And you've done that with me plenty of times where you challenge my beliefs and um, I've come out realizing that some old beliefs don't serve you yeah. like they used to. Yeah. Um, and they can be even damaging to you. And um, the uncomfortable uncomfortability is it's okay and feels good knowing that on the other side, you're going to be better for it. Like it's very, very rare that, I mean, I can't even think of a situation in this moment where you would be uncomfortable and you're not a better person for it in the end. Mm -hmm. Beautifully said. So Andres and I have worked together for almost a year and that's a really big 
part of what informs uh, why I wanted him to be here with you listeners, because I feel Andres's willingness to be in that land of discomfort is the underlying foundation to his success as a trader in such a short amount of time. So take us through the process of you being at school on the pre-med you know, path. And here you got this hobby. Tell us like what the fork in the road was when you knew this was what you wanted to do. I can't imagine how yeah. scary that leap was. Yeah, it was absolutely. Um, it really comes down to, I was in, I just graduated. I had some money from working and, uh, always wanted to learn. That's why like, I, I loved school and I'm always constantly trying to learn something new. And with having a little bit of money on the side, I just thought I might as well learn how to invest, which quickly turned into how to trade. And then I obviously got really involved and started meeting people through chat rooms and all the regular stuff that everybody goes through. Um, but that was about, I'd started in late 2017, early 2018 when I was a senior. And then 2019 really was just, that was all I was doing. And um, I finally started to see some success. And at that point I was like, I was in the middle of writing my personal statement. And I was like, why, why am I doing this to myself? Like I, as if I, I worked so hard to get to where I was taking the MCAT, taking all the prerequisite classes and doing well in school and everything and all the extracurriculars. But when writing that personal statement of why I wanted to be a doctor, all I could think about was to get better in trading. I just wanted to be better. And so, yeah, through that, I was like, why am I doing this? It's clearly not for me. And so I decided to take a leap of faith and trust my gut, trust myself and, know that I mean if I could do what I did um, in my courses at school which I did well and did well in the MCAT why can't I be that successful with trading I just had this utmost belief in myself and um, the uncomfortability of that was like I said it's okay when you fully believe in yourself knowing it will be better in the end because even if it didn't work out I'll be better for it knowing I at least tried and who knows you'll learn a lot about yourself and clearly every trader learns a lot about themselves throughout the journey so when we talked preparing for this conversation you spoke to how you really wanted to talk especially to the traders that are listening to us about what's non-negotiable as a trader uh you talked about you wanted to speak to the self-belief that perseverance staying humble um talk a little bit about where those non-negotiables you yourself discovered those were the non-negotiables required for entry um, when you first start trading uh it takes a, i mean a lot of people get into it because of what you see right and then a lot of from other people who are successful but they stay because how you grow every day and you're constantly learning the market is constantly changing and you're constantly adapting to become better yourself and um and hence well and by making your trading better you're making yourself better mm -hmm. and i 
had this belief that I could do it and it was incredibly difficult in the beginning. And uh, you realize that it's way harder than you ever could imagine. And I was working, I was uh, first working at a hospital, I was doing it. And then I was working as a bartender and those were horrible hours for trading, but I was still pushing and doing it because I knew that the only way I would truly find out if this was for me is if I gave it my all. Mm-hmm. And there was no other way about it. Like you can't get through this game without giving it your all. And it will take much longer than you expect, even though people tell you that mm-hmm. you're still not going to realize how much, how long, how much work it truly does take. Like I, people will hear this and most likely still not understand until you go through it yourself. And it takes incredible self-belief to go through. It's, it's painful, like losing for a while and thinking that you're not going anywhere when really you are, you're just not seeing the results yet. Uh, It's painful. So it takes incredible self-belief and um, knowing that you will get through it. And even if you don't, you tried and you gave it your all and that's what matters yeah did you bump into a lot of resistance let's say with family or friends when you were leaving your pre-med program oh yeah absolutely yeah you can only imagine like going through all of college and taking the mcat uh being in the application process and having done everything that i did uh everyone's just like what the like out of left field like what are you doing like you're just going to give that all up. And I'm like, trust me, it'll be worth it. And I'll show you. And yeah, here we are. So it definitely was a lot of questioning and a lot of people out there that think that trading, I guess, coming from a college, right. Where people are being educated about finance and economics and stuff. People are going to have their own beliefs about what trading is. And uh, yeah, you get a ton of pushback, but that's where that, self-belief comes in yeah. and it also helps to have great support from other people that you trade with yes. um and in the end even though it was difficult for family they wholeheartedly supported me and because of them um and the people that i trade with like having that support system is very crucial also in my opinion in yeah. order to keep pushing through yeah so let's talk about that a little bit how you know, very fortunately, you you know, I'm sure there was that initial pushback from your family, but then they did support you and encourage you emotionally. What would you say to the traders who maybe don't have that uh, with their family or those who don't really understand it, can't really give that kind of emotional support? What would you say is critical for them to create for themselves as they journey through it? Um, networking. Networking 100%. Um, talk to as many traders as you can and eventually you will find a good band of brothers, if you will, where they all have your back. And at least that's how I am with people that I trade with. Um, we trust each other. We talk about a lot of things separate from trading and those people, they're your colleagues, right? Even though, um, we're not like in an office together, having a support system like that is very important and not only are you um supporting each other but you're learning from each other and that's going to speed up your growth immensely if you're trying to do it on your own then you're holding yourself back mm-hmm. it's 
incredibly helpful when you have a team of people around you that you can all grow together, even if you guys are in different stages. Yeah. Who's to say that the guy that has been trading for 10 years won't learn something from a guy who just started two years ago, right? Or vice versa, of course. So, you know, it's, it's something that I don't know that has really stood out to me before that your networking is a huge piece of your uh, trajectory, your speed. And even, you know, we both were spent time with Bryce at Brian's wedding and that he mentioned Lance. Uh, and then that same, like within 48 hours of that, I reached out to him because I've always been a networker. And he was like, he had already heard from you. <laughs> Yeah. Like, Damn, I just was faster than I do with networking. What? So that and and even Brian, am I correct that you had reached out to him many moons ago? Yeah, yeah. He helped me a lot in the beginning of my trading career. And it all just came from me reaching out to people. Like wow. as much as I can, yeah. if I saw anyone that was better than me, I wanted to learn. And so I was going to reach out to them to see if if they were in the area, I was going to try my best to go out and get lunch or get dinner, whatever it was. And then that's how I met Brian, like uh, 43 and a half years ago or so. Um, and then with Lance, is, I mean, he is such an awesome, genuine guy. I knew he was coming to LA, so I just hit him up on a comment and he was so nice. He actually took the time out of his busy, busy trip and got lunch with me, which is awesome. And I learned so much. I, I changed a lot in my mindset. Wow. In just that like two hours of getting lunch together. Wow. So let's just talk about how that has been a success for you. There, there are people who undoubtedly reach out to people, but they don't have that response. They don't get the response you've had. Why do you think Brian, before he knew you, Lance, before he knew you, what is it you're doing that makes these people sit up and take notice and make time to talk? Um, it's a good question. I, I think one thing, um, persistence is always good, mm -hmm. <laughs> but also being like showing value, right? Like showing that you aren't just a beginner in this that is just asking a simple Google question, right? Like asking an in-depth question that is going to make them think. And by making them think, they're learning themselves and they're getting better themselves. So they will appreciate that. And they're going to be much more willing to respond to you when you ask a question that is worth value to them. And when it really gets someone thinking, it gets them interested. And yeah, and then persistence with that. And of course, like not everyone's going to respond. Like there's, mm -hmm. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that don't get responses from people and you just got to keep trying. Yeah. And yeah. eventually it will come and uh, you'll find not really, um, I wouldn't say like mentors, but uh, just you will be able to gain not a, a lot of knowledge in the Twitter sphere. There's a lot out there. You just got to sift through it and really find the little gems. Yep. 
for sure. It's a it's a lot of sifting, but I agree with you that it, as much as there's a lot of uh, you know chaos on Twitter, if you're discriminatory in who you're listening to, it can be an incredibly powerful uh, platform. But you, you mm-hmm. have to be very you know discretionary in how you use it. But I the access to people, you know, is unprecedented that that we can have the access we have and get in somebody's direct messages you know like how is that possible so it feels to me like you've really leaned into that and taken advantage of it in such a great way it's really really awesome thank you yeah i mean it's a pretty amazing thing that we what we have nowadays compared to what our parents had right and so you might as well take advantage of it because it's here if you're not doing it someone else will and exactly. it's yeah it's so there's so much out there like you can reverse engineer someone's setup just by seeing what they post on twitter and then you can back test that yourself and by back testing that yourself you can see if it works you can see if you can twist twist it a little bit to make it your own and then that's how you can quickly start to gain progress just from something as easy as getting on Twitter, you know, yeah. it's pretty crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Luke, cause I know you have some questions. Uh, yeah, I got a couple, but it's, it's funny that you mentioned, you know, networking as this being, uh, and I wondered if you listened to the podcast with Lance from last week and he said like, that was one of Absolutely. the, like the most underrated things that traders like overlook. Um, and it also reminded me, Kim, I don't know, this was a while back, but Lisa Rangel, remember she said like networking will be anyone's superpower. Um, and I think that's probably like our least listened to episode ever, but, <laughs> but, but, uh, yeah, so it was, I mean, it really is. And so I think it's awesome that you put yourself out there like that, but, um, I guess I wonder, um, maybe this is a twofold question, but what, what was like the biggest challenge for you when you first started? Um, and I guess what was what is and maybe it's still happening but what is like your current what is the most challenging thing for you currently yeah that's two really good questions um so in the beginning i think the hardest thing for me personally was realizing it was nothing like the what i had experienced through school the success that i had experienced through school where you that was it was such a big obstacle for me because in school, you want to be right, right? In trading, it took me a very long time to realize you don't need to be right very often. And you just have to, when you're right, make the most of it and make the most of your, your winners and cut your losers quick. And the same thing that every trader will say is uh, keep your, let your winners run and cut your losses quickly. Uh, but that was probably the hardest thing for me because coming from a successful school background, it's all about just being right. And so when your ego is consistently getting hurt in the very beginning and getting smashed, you're like, damn, why am I not good at this? (laughs) When you just don't realize what you're getting yourself into. Um, That was also one of the biggest turnarounds that I ever had, which um, was to the help of one of our great mutual friends. Uh, Brian really helped me to realize how beneficial a risk reward mindset is. And that was biggest obstacle and the biggest shift for me that helped me tremendously. Um, now, 
I would say my biggest obstacle this year has been adapting because the market shifted tremendously in small caps versus uh, 2020, 2021. And this is my first test at adapting um, to a, a large shift in the market. And it didn't go as easy in the beginning, but I learned from it all and I'm doing much, much better now. And I'm also, uh, after my conversation with Lance, when we had lunch together, he really uh, encouraged me to like expand my wings and go into other niches and expand my playbook, not just be so um, set on small caps, but really start to grow. And right now is the best time to do it while, while small, cap, small caps are slow. It's an amazing opportunity to spread your wings and go look at what else is out there where you can expand your playbook and get better. Yeah, that's great. Um, and just for like, if I don't know if it necessarily matters, but like, what are what is your primary strategy? Are you, because you mentioned small caps, but just so maybe people have an idea of what you kind of trade. Yeah, so I mainly short sell small caps, um, intraday runners, gappers, multi-day runs. Um, occasionally we'll long the multi-day runs, but I'm more of a short seller. Okay. And yeah, it's pretty much where I started and what brought me my success. Yeah. And now I'm shifting a little bit more into large caps and futures. So it's been awesome. I love it. I love learning. So yeah, perfect. <laughs> do you find, how do you navigate that choice? when is the right time to potentially you know spread your wings and learn how how does somebody let that decision be informed what what has to be present for one to because i could imagine for some traders it might be you know i don't want to leave this strategy that i'm still mastering and and distract myself or confuse myself with going down another rabbit hole what do you, what was the critical, you know, choice? How did you make that critical choice for yourself? And what, what would you suggest to others about that choice? Um, I think it really comes down to wanting to grow and wanting to be like 1% better every day, right? If you're, if your strategy is slow and it's not coming on very often, or there's a lot less range and opportunity there, it's not very beneficial for you to just sit and wait, right? Like with what Lance spoke about in the last episode, which was a huge topic in my conversation with him when we had lunch was why just sit there and wait for the market to turn for you. Why not make that opportunity? It's out there. You just have to go and seize it. And you obviously need to learn and expand your playbook in order to do that. Um, I don't think that because you are expanding into other niches or uh, expanding your playbook, that it means you're going to confuse yourself with another strategy, right? Like you can have a strategy in one niche and a totally different strategy in another niche. And that is totally okay. You just have to have your, your rules set in place for those and not interchange them, right? It's, it's, if it's a different play, it's a different setup, it should be treated that way with different rules and systematic entries or exits if you're a systematic trader. 
Mm -hmm. what, what do you think about the concept of time off? Tell us how you navigate or not time off. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it was very hard for me a year ago to take time off. Well, actually, I mean, really through all of 2020 and 2021, because it was so busy and hectic, especially in small caps with what I do. So I wanted to maximize every single opportunity every day because there was so much out there. Yeah. And I, for how early I am in my career, I think I did a very good job of that. And so it was hard to, like once it started to slow down, probably at the end of last year, it was really hard for me to to slow down and pull back and realize that, okay, maybe I shouldn't be trading this larger size anymore. And maybe I shouldn't be trading this often anymore. Um, you really helped me with that when we, you challenged my belief of like, what does working hard mean? Right. And I had a very hard time letting go of sometimes working hard doesn't always serve you. Right. It's, it's a belief that got me to where I, am today but having the belief of i constantly need to work hard means you're going to constantly want to be here at your desk and push some buttons yeah. you have to know when it's applicable when it's not like for me now working hard is back testing or studying a new setup right it's not i try and take that out of my mindset as much as possible while i'm here at my desk during trading hours because i'm not trying to work hard trying to let things come to me i've already done the work and this is time just to let it be and execute on what i know yeah yeah but it's it's gone uh after challenging that belief and uh, being curious about it it's definitely gotten better it's gotten easier you realize you you need time to yeah. to relax and unplug because you i mean from 2020 to 2021 it was, it was a lot it was tiring and uh it got that in my head that i had to be like that all the time and so it was hard at first but definitely became easier through, with your help of course and um yeah so thank you <laughs> you're welcome you're welcome i i think what is just so impressive is how young you are to be honest you are under 30 and yet your discipline and your self-awareness is you know like a hundred year old persons i mean <laughs> you are you are an old soul andres it's really quite extraordinary but your depth of self-awareness and a willingness to be with like what's maybe hard to be with it's it's profound it, it's got to be serving not just your trading, but all aspects of your life. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, I, I don't really know where it comes from other than trading. Like you have to be introspective and you have to be self-aware in order to be a successful trader. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, I really just try to get better every day and, that doesn't include just trading, but it includes um, just everything in your personal life and from relationships to um, your self-awareness and everything in between. 
Yeah. One of the phrases that um, we've talked about a few times is the concept of curiosity and noticing. Uh, simply notice is one of my favorite catchphrases. And uh, when we got to meet in person, I got to see uh, evidence <laughs> of that. Yeah. So please, if you're willing to share that. Yeah, yeah, of course. I don't know if you're going to be able to see it very well, but uh, it's probably yep. backwards. Yeah. But oh, yeah. <laughs> it says simply notice there. And that's been, it's so small and simple, but it is such a tremendous help. It was one of the best tools that I needed at, uh, in the very beginning when we started working together, where at first, People always talk about emotions and not allowing your emotions to get in the way of trading. And so you think, okay, maybe I just shouldn't be emotional, right? Like, let's just not be emotional, right? Like, as if you're a robot, okay. <laughs> um, but you helped me to realize that just by noticing the emotion and noticing it's there, it can allow you to act versus reacting to it right and if you are not acknowledging it and you're just like i'm not going to be emotional get ready because it's about to <laughs> womp all over you <laughs> so the act of simply noticing allows you to act instead of reacting because you know you may know your trigger of what causes that emotion and you may know a habit that occurs right after that and so you can stop it in its tracks and then over time, as you do that repeatedly, you can reframe the way that your body is reacting to a certain stimulus of whether it's like I've just taken two losses back to back or something. Um, and I lost my chance of thought of that, but <laughs> yeah. You're beautifully said because I think uh, that is the misnomer that's out there among, you know, a lot of traders, even sophisticated traders, I do think some of them think that they can be unemotional. And that is just mind boggling to me because of just the literature alone that's out there, the studies that show us we are emotional beings. Um, and your, what I've seen you do is be able to observe and feel simultaneously those emotions and truly surf them all the way into shore it's it's remarkable yeah it's uh it's hard to explain to people without like without doing it in our, our sessions but uh it is very special it's like I, i've never even knew what surfing emotions was right and then um, through those tools that you show us, I'm able to actually go through them and even realize what might be deep down inside it, whether it's a, a belief or a memory that is causing these to come up, mm -hmm. right? And then once you go down and actually fix that issue, well, you need to realize it first by surfing the emotion and going through it and observing yourself and Sometimes it can really lead you down to figuring out what might be underneath that, like a, a limiting belief that might have gotten you to where you are today, but not serve you anymore. Yeah. Yeah. 
perfectly said, just beautifully said. Uh, I was so excited when you started to take surfing, literal surfing oh, yeah. out of the ocean. Tell, <laughs> us, tell us how, how that serves you and what that does for you as a trader. Um, I really just love being active and it's a great way for me to reset and just be out in the water. It's, there's no really other feeling like it. It's awesome. Even though I just picked it up this year, um, it's just really, it's humbling realizing how small we are and it's also just nice when you have a bad day in trading or bad day with something else and you go out there and you don't think about anything else, but the beauty of where you're at. Mm -hmm. And it is incredibly difficult for anyone to leave that unhappy, right? Like you can't get out of that water without being thankful for what you have mm -hmm. and thankful for being here. So it's a huge reset for me and, it serves me more than I thought it ever would, especially just, so it's like another activity. Um, but for some reason I feel different about it. Just being out there in water, um, making it humbles you. Yeah. 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 And I'm hearing you also say that it shifts you to a place of gratitude, regardless of what the early part of the day perhaps delivered. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you, it's hard to be out there and not be thankful when you see how beautiful it is. Yeah. Um, and you're also just so present in that moment. Um, it helps you a lot with trading too. Like it's all about being present in the moment and the more practice you get at that, the better you'll be off in the future. Yeah. What is your advice to traders who right now perhaps are, you know, similar to you four years into their journey uh facing what you know the market is right now this is june 1st 2022 we're talking to andres what what would your advice be to those who perhaps uh are struggling or questioning themselves questioning their strategy uh what would you say to them to encourage them and or inspire them I think first off, it is really good to question and to be introspective on yourself and your strategy and how you're performing. Uh, I needed that in the very beginning of this year. And I think what, would helps, what helped me is knowing that I will get through any type of obstacle that comes in your way. Mm -hmm. and uh from a strategic standpoint seeing what other people are doing that is successful right mm -hmm. like not just any other person out there on twitter but people that you actually trust and that's also where networking comes in handy you have a relationship with these people that you trust and when you see someone doing well you can um re uh, reverse engineer, like how I explained earlier, reverse engineer someone's setup. See, why are they doing well and why is my strategy not doing well, right? Mm -hmm. What are the different nuances and try to pick that apart, test different things and 
just be curious. Like if you have an idea, run with it, go test it. And sure, it might not pay off, but you're better for it because now at least you know, okay, I don't need to go down that road. Let's try this other road over here. And just the consistency, perseverance, and self-belief that you will get through anything that's in front of you that will serve you more than more than anything. Really just believe in yourself. And yeah, like you might be going the wrong way, but by networking with others and seeing what other people are doing that are successful, you're it's going to be a lot harder to continue down a, a, the wrong path if you're trying to follow others coat the coattails of others that are successful. Yeah. Yeah. The the other thing that I just really heard with what you spoke to is that you and I just didn't hear you identify it, but yet I hear it in what you're saying. You have somehow learned how to not take it personally. The loss is personally. It's it's it, would you agree? Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. I mean I mean, it's, it always, it's never like a good feeling. It, <laughs> it, it still sucks like to have a drawdown or something. But like you said, it's not personal. Like the market doesn't know who I am. It doesn't give a damn about who I am or what I've done or the work that I've put in. And like I said, you can put in all of these hours of work, but if you're not going in the right direction by following the coattails of others who are successful, then yeah, that, the market doesn't care if you work hard. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't care if if you continue to take losses. It's, nothing's going to change. It's all up to you. So it's not a personal matter. It's really just a learning experience. It's an opportunity to get better. So mm-hmm. there's no need to take that personal. Yeah. And the other thing, too, that I hear underneath everything you're saying is that you truly are looking at this as a long tail uh commitment this is this is not a drive-by for you this is you want to be here for 20 30 40 years uh Mm -hmm. that also seems to be informing your perspective am i i'm I'm right about that right yeah absolutely Yeah. yeah and that's something again that you've helped me a lot with also where sometimes you get so focused on what's happening now or what happened a month ago or whatever have you, that you lose sight of the fact that if you're doing this for the next 30, 40 years of your life, why does that one trade matter? Why does that one bad day matter or that one bad month matter, right? It doesn't. It's a learning experience for you to get better. And that will serve you tremendously in the long run. Yeah. Yeah. I I know you're very were very active years in school with sports. Do you feel that that is a strength that those who come from that uh, come in with an edge if they step into trading? How important do you think sports uh, affected your ability to be disciplined in trading? I think it helped a lot for sure. I think my discipline in sports and in school helped a lot with this self-confidence and um, belief that you will get through the hard times and just to continue to persevere. And sports teaches you a lot about 
obviously being a part of a team and then when you're networking with others, helping one another, right? Mm -hmm. Because even though we do do this alone, you can still be a part, not necessarily a team where you guys are like sharing PL or whatever, unless you're a prop firm, but you can still help one another. Mm -hmm. And whether or not that person is has been trading longer or not, you can still receive knowledge and information from whoever it may be. Yeah. Um, so having that mindset definitely helped a lot. And like you said, just the discipline of mm -hmm. having like having a schedule, like knowing when I had to practice, knowing when I had to work hard and uh, a diet or weightlifting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That all serves you when it comes to trading because trading is takes a lot of discipline, takes a lot of patience and a lot of hard work. And you need all of those in order to be successful in sports also. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Lucas, did you have other questions? Um, no, I'm glad we brought it back to sports, though. I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Why? Why are you glad we brought him back to sports? I don't know. Like I said, uh, we were talking before this, but every time I think of Andres, I just think the first time we talked to him, we talked about lacrosse for like, it felt like a half an hour because we both, <laughs> yeah. both played and it was, and I do see that, like you, you were a forward, right? Uh, yeah, I was attacking midfield, but I would okay. play top oh, attack, Yeah. There. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I played midi, but I feel like there's something too with attacks that like taking the shot and like not being afraid of you know, taking a shot, missing, getting whatever. So I wonder how much yeah. of that maybe like plays into your mindset sometimes. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's a really interesting point. Like, uh, you know what I'm talking about? If you catch a ball right by the crease and you have to take the shot, even though you know you're about to get rocked, yeah. you got to do it. <laughs> like there's uh, you're never going to find out if you don't give it a shot. So <laughs> Yeah. The only bad thing about it is you're going to get hit regardless. So might as well do it. Might as well try it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a very good metaphor for trading because you're probably going to get hit no matter what. Oh, exactly. You're going to get hit in the mouth. So you might as well <laughs> try as hard as you can. Yeah. Exactly. What did I not ask you, Andres, that I should have? Hmm. I think we really hit everything that uh, we had spoken about earlier. Yeah. What do you want your your message to be to the traders who are inspired by this conversation? Because I think you are very inspiring. What is it you want to just kind of sign off with like one message to them? What's that one message? Um, network and find people that are better than you find people that you are better than and help one another mm. because having a support system like that is going to help you while you're continuing continuing to persevere yourself of course you need that self-confidence to persevere and keep going through all the rough times because it is going to be rough and will continue to be rough it doesn't really get that much easier Mm -hmm. and having a support system around you with other traders that are going through the same thing is incredibly important. And you all, you're learning from all from one another. So I think that's huge. Yeah. Awesome. 
Thank you so much for coming here, sharing your wisdom, sharing your old soul knowledge with the trees <laughs> who are listening. Uh, it's going to move and touch and inspire a lot of people. So thank you, Antra, so much. Thank you for having me. Having me. I'm, I'm honored to be here, too. It's thank awesome. you. It's awesome. Both of you. Well, thank you so much for listening, guys, and we will see you on the next episode of the Wall Street Coach Podcast. Aloha for now. This is the Wall Street Coach Podcast with Kim Ann Curtin. You can download Kim's free ebook, Discipline and Finding Your Edge, at traderdiscipline.com. And learn more about working with Kim and her team at thewallstreetcoach.com. And if you're feeling generous, please leave a rating and review wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening.